your comic book pit. Okay. Comic Book Pit, episode 274. I'm Dan. And I'm Scott. And, uh, yeah, and we're, we're back. We're here to talk some comics and some other good stuff. Yeah. Um, so, what, uh, I f- oops, hold on a second. I feel like it's been an eternity since I've been in the seat. Yeah. I miss one, I miss one recording and I feel like it's been forever. <laughs> so. <laughs> I do That's not. I, I do not know that feeling. <laughs> you're, like, you're like this seat is always hot. That's right. I'm in, in the hot seat. Um. So, uh, well, what did you want to talk about first? So we're we're, um, we're doing our comics episode first, right? Comics, and I thought we could talk about Free Comic Day as well. Okay, because it kind of goes in hand in hand with like some of the new books that we've been reading. Yeah, some of the so. yeah, some of the the new, the free comics. Yeah, like you said, they they kind of are going right into yeah what we're talking like yeah um well well first well, yeah first of all like, well, i mean hope yeah, hopefully everyone got a chance to uh yes to participate in free comic book day that was it's always a fun nerd holiday yeah um we did it a little different this year we uh we normally have like a recording on the day right but uh we're we're like do it different we got we got a lot of stuff going on yeah it didn't work, you know. didn't work out this year yeah you know. but uh um, so what would you like were, i saw you went to the phantom i think yeah i went to two phantoms two fan oh <laughs> two phantoms right, nice. yeah um so so my my wife and i we we usually do a lot of running around on on the weekends um, right errands or you same know, <laughs> yeah we like to hit you know thrift stores and estate sales and you know get lunch and just whatever you know yeah and um, we went to the we went early to this one uh, sale, and then we were in the East End area. So I you know I said, well, Phantom's not opening till ten. Let's head over. We're real close. Um, so I got in line. There were there was a line. Yeah. People waiting. Uh, maybe about a dozen people waiting, and and then we got in line, and maybe like after a few minutes, like a, a dozen more people came and uh, you know waited in line behind us and. So, yeah. So, uh, I mean, it was. It, I. It looked like. I mean, it, it was busy like the whole time I was there. Yeah. And it looked like it, it continued to be busy from pictures I saw online on their Facebook and. Um, yeah, it was. It was. It was good. Did they Did they have the artists all set up right away too, or did they come in later? Or. Um. No, they had. They had two guys there. Uh, I'm blanking on who was there. I know, I know Jim Rugg showed up later. He was there later. 
and I and I know Dave Wachter was there. I'm pretty sure Dave was there. Maybe he was later too. Okay, yeah, that I don't know. And I can't remember the other guy, and I should, but um, he's got like a Bigfoot or Yeti book yeah, or something like that. Yeah, because I, I, I feel I, bad. I, I remember his his stand. His, he had a big like a yeah like a cardboard a banner cutout. or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, but yeah, we um, so I, I you know I, I I picked up a few books. My wife picked up a few books, and then. Um, we hung out and we, uh, you know, talked with uh, Wayne for a little bit. Wayne nice. Wise, uh, our friend and, uh, you know, um, retailer at uh, Phantom of the Attic. In yeah, Oakland. and uh, and uh, Wikipedia updater, I think, or some. Oh, <laughs> or I forget what um, it was. The actual uh, en- encyclopedia. Encyclopedia. Like actual updater. real yeah. encyclopedia. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, yeah, I think he. It's the Black Panther entry. Yeah, is that what it is? Yep, Black Panther entry. Yeah, it's like holy crap. Yeah, what <laughs> crazy, <laughs> crazy. So um, we uh, we went home and we did some other things and like later on in the afternoon, I was like, you know, I I kind of want to go back out. Like I, I really <laughs> had no plans to go back out. Yeah, but I'm like, I know I didn't get ever like, a, you know, there was a lot of stuff I missed. Okay, because. Um, the way they have it set up at, at the Phantom in, in Oakland is like you kind of have to start at one end of the table work and work your way, way down. down. So yeah. you can't see what's at the other end until you get down there. Oh, yeah. And but if like you know uh, and, and you can't take everything like they have they a have limit. a yeah they, they have, have a limit which is fair yeah um so you have to be choosy but like you kind of want to look but you're also like in line there's people behind you right so you you feel a little like pressure to be to either <laughs> grab some stuff or wait till you get to the end and just grab whatever's <laughs> down there and like you don't it's like you're at the salad bar and you don't know if you should grab bread you know you're yeah. like what if there's some you know meat and potatoes at the end right you know yeah, yeah. so um what well, was funny so so when we were waiting in line like my we hadn't had breakfast yet so i said to my wife i said there's a bagel place across the street you don't have to wait in line with me Go get yourself a coffee, yeah. a bagel, eat, relax. Just come over and meet me whenever you're done. Yeah. So, and then I walked in, you know, finally, and then I saw everything they had on the table, and I saw their limit number, and I'm like, I texted her, I'm like, you got to come over. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to get some stuff for I me. I need your help. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because they had also uh, some cool, a couple of cool buttons. They had a, a Batman, oh, uh, like the symbol, the chest symbol, yeah. just basic. But it was it was nice. And then they had a, uh, a Spider Gwen. Like a, just a, like a head. Oh, cool! Um, button, just a button yeah. up her head, and uh, but those were each also counting as one item. Ah, okay. So it wasn't like you could get four comics and then take the buttons, right. like the buttons. And there was also like a little, um, uh, like a little figurine or something. I forget okay. what it was, but that also counted. So, um, so I said, I need you to come over whenever you're done, no rush, and, and help me get some more stuff. <laughs> yeah. See, then you can kind of stand behind people and see, like, oh, there's something I missed, like yeah. right there. Yeah. So, uh, so it was fine, and then, um, and then we went over uh, later in that afternoon. We went to the Phantom of the Attic in Monroeville. Yeah. And, um, you know, he, you could tell that, uh, you know, he had some empty spots on his table because, like, we didn't get yeah. there. It was, it was like three o'clock. Yeah. By this point, three or three thirty. He still had a lot of stuff, but it was also, you know, he had some empty spots. Um, and, uh, you know, so I was able to get some stuff and, and my wife picked up some more stuff. Nice. Um, uh, 
we ran we ran into a family member there, which was <laughs> crazy. Like my wife's cousin was there with his girlfriend. Oh, cool. <laughs> so, and uh, yeah, that was just a random thing. He didn't even know it was Free Comic Book Day. He was just there. Oh, buying some stuff. He's like, hey, and yeah. uh, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, um, and that's where I picked up at, at the um, Monroeville Phantom is where I picked up uh, Avengers number one. Oh yeah, know, just to support. You know, you got to support the stores. Yeah, because you know this isn't free for them. Right. You know the the free comic book day. It's great for everyone else, but right. you know, it still costs them right. money out of their pocket to buy these and um, pass them out for free and yeah, take a few books, buy a few books. Yeah, yeah. So so that was you know it that that was my free comic book day. It wasn't nice. like super eventful, but it was fun and yeah. You know it's 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 nice nice that. Uh, you know, my my wife goes with me, and she enjoys like all the nerd stuff, and you yeah. know. So, what did you guys do? Um, <laughs> well, we we were like in no hurry. I th- I don't know why. I think uh, part of it is just the just being older, and I'm just like, ah, <laughs> I've already you know I already looked at the list online. There wasn't like anything I really was like desperate to get, and I was like, I'm not too worried about it. But we um we decided to go to. Uh, the new store in Robinson called Heroes Inc. Mm-hmm. Um, Heroes Inc. I N K uh, Comics and um, check out their spread. They're a very new store. They've only been around for they're only on week three right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the guy that runs the place is super nice, super helpful. And um, Basically, though, we walked in, and because it's such a new store, there just there wasn't anyone there. And we we went in at noon, and we're he opened at eleven, you know, mm-hmm. which isn't too bad. And um, so we pretty much got our pick of the litter, you know, like for new books, nice. which was pretty cool. I ended up grabbing, I think, thirteen books. So he didn't have a limit. He didn't have a limit. He was just like, take whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And just for listeners and for you, Dan, but he has plenty left over. Okay. Um, I talked to him tonight, and he he said he said to let people know he has plenty of uh, free comics. Come back, come out to the store, check it out. He'll he'll give you free comics. He's got tons of, tons of new books on the shelves. Nice, including Avengers number one, um, <laughs> which we'll talk about. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, but what was even cooler, like you know, what really he he also is like he also knows. Uh, really how to get people so we didn't eat breakfast and we were like well we'll, we'll run to sheets afterwards but he had donuts and coffee from dunkin donuts oh, and nice we're like all right this is awesome well then sure enough uh uh downy house is right next door and it's a nice it's like a bar restaurant mm-hmm. and everyone i never knew this until last week but everybody raves about their pepperoni rolls and Sure enough, the guy from Downey House walks in with two trays of pepperoni rolls. Whoa. And he, and they were just like, have at it. And we're like, oh, my goodness. So, Whoa. Like, we, I only had two, you know. But, I mean, I'm, oh, my God, I could have ate them all because they're so good. And they, like, the way they cut them and everything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but then we were just like, we don't even have to go to Sheets, like, <laughs> for food. We just had, we just had our lunch. Right. And, um, so then, you know, we just hung out there for a little bit. And like I say, that, it's a nice store. Um, he actually has arcade games there too. Hmm. He has like old, Mo- like a Mortal Kombat oh, um, cool. arcade game. He has like three or four other ones, um, like fighting games and stuff like that. And they're free to play, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, so it's kind of that. 
um, laid back environment where you can just kind of go in and chill out and it's just like, it's like he's encouraging you to hang out. Yeah, That's yeah. Awesome. He has game tables and um, you know, like he's trying to have game nights like for people that like to play the card games mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, and then he has like a lot of um, slabbed books too, which is like whoa, you know, like so he has like a nice wall of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just encourage everyone to go out. Yeah. Check out a new store. Oh, and he has back issues too. I mean, he's got a little bit of everything. Heroes Inc. Heroes Inc. And that's and it's I N K. Yep. Um, and it's in Robinson near <coughs> Downey House, and um, I think it's a Midas station or something like that. No, I've never right. even heard of that other place, the Downey House. But that sounds like a good place to yeah. check out too. It oh yeah, like you can make like the one-two punch. You know, mm-hmm. go to get comics and go have lunch there. Okay. I mean, I just try. I literally just tried their food last week, and it was excellent. Okay. Like I had a burger there, and it was delicious. So okay. Um, so yeah, that's like a a one-two right there. Mm. Um, but then afterwards, we're like, well, let's still, you know, I want to go to Pittsburgh Comics because that's that's my store. You know, that's right. where I have my books pulled and um so and i was like even though i got i got everything for free comic day he always has awesome sales so i went down there oh yeah he always does it up yeah um yeah and he had like hot dogs he had cookies he had pop you know we're like oh my god we already just ate um <laughs> uh, but i'll have a cookie you know but uh and then um shopped around the store and i was like i barely even looked at the free stuff because i'm like i already got what i needed and you know, I yeah, and I should mention I did buy some books at Heroes as well. I didn't just like grab and go, but uh, <laughs> I did buy a few books too. Um, but uh, at at uh, Pittsburgh Comics, he had statues on sale, so I actually bought a I bought a couple statues. Oh yeah, what'd you get? I bought the uh, it was a combo um, Loki and Thor, both nice. the, both the female versions. Oh, okay. Uh, the Kodo, I don't, I don't know how to say it. Though. Oh, or, like Kodobuki. Yeah, or it's like one of those. Okay. Um, but he has like when he does his statue sale for a comic free comic day, mm-hmm. it's like he he slashes prices like big. So I was like, all right, I'm grabbing these two, and uh, so and that's what I grabbed there. <laughs> price to move. They're price to move. I was like, this is a good deal. And he had you know he has sales like that all over the store for back issues were like half off and stuff like that so um so i was like yeah don't worry about your free stuff i'm just gonna grab these and uh <laughs> so then that was, i want your not free stuff yeah <laughs> and we were actually gonna try to go to um phantom in oakland because i thought da- i thought dave wachter was gonna be there i thought i think he was mm-hmm. um but like we we're driving up the highway i was like you know what i'm done i i got my books i got some free books i got some cool cool stuff and I was like, let's go on a nature walk. So we ended up just driving up to McConnell's Mills. Oh, yeah. I saw yeah. I saw Crystal's pictures. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wait a second. Have they been kidnapped? Yeah. <laughs> this, this does not sound like them. I was like, I am sated. You know, I had my comic fill, you know, and I was yeah, like, you're full. Yeah. I was full like, up. let's just go and walk around in the woods, the woods for a little bit. What kind of nerd are you? I don't know. <laughs> you know, free comic days, it's one of our nerd holidays. I know. And you're like, let's go out in nature. I celebrated, and I hit two stores, so <laughs> I was like, all right. Well, no, in previous years we've always ended we've always ended our tr- our journeys at uh, New Dimension at Century so that's Three. True. Yeah, yeah, we did cut and, it short this year. Yeah, and then we spend 
a good couple of hours when we're there, you know, mm-hmm. usually. And this year it was like, uh, you know, like two hours, and I was like, I'm done. Yeah. So, um, but you know, there were some good books. I haven't read. I haven't read everything yet. Um, uh, I did read Spider Man. I did. I uh, I read. Talk about yeah, that. I only had a chance to read Spider Man. Um, well, we read Street Angel's Dog. Oh yeah, we talked about because, that because yep. we talked to Jim a couple weeks ago, yep. and he was good enough to give us an adva- like a sneak preview of that. that. Was awesome. So yeah, um, uh, real quick, let, let's talk about the standout book of. Frequently. Well, yeah, that I mean that that's been getting all kinds of press, <laughs> according to you know, and, but, and um, rightly so. Yeah. yeah, but let's just talk about how uh, how crazy busy Jim Rugg was on Free Comic Book. Yeah, um, so he was at Phantom in Oakland. Yeah, um, I know a couple weeks leading up to Free Comic Book Day, he has he I, like I I have pictures of him. Um, he was signing like hundreds of copies. Of Street Street Angels yeah. Dog that were being given out at um, the New Dimension stores. Right. Um, he was going. He was making an appearance at New Dimension Comics at the Mills, Pittsburgh Mills, that evening. And when I was at Phantom in Monroeville, I don't know when he had time to do this, but so I was checking out and um, uh, the the uh, I forget. I think his name is Roy. Oh yeah, Oak. Roy. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah, yeah. I, I always want to say Ray, but I know that's not right. Yeah, it's Roy. I always forget. But when you said, it, I was like, yeah, that's yeah. Roy. Yeah. yeah, sorry, Roy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he was sorting through my stuff, and he he made a point to point out uh, Street Angel, and he's like, yeah, he stopped by here and signed all these. Yeah, I'm like when did he have time to do that? Right. This guy. Right. He yeah, he's been killing it. Yeah, Jim. Jim yeah, Jim, you're a machine. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Um. And did you see uh, Pittsburgh Comics? He actually, I'm pretty sure he did sketches in the hardcover Street Angel books. No kidding. Yeah, because I saw it today. Um, Colin posted like a photo on Instagram or whatever, and he said, he's like, I, he goes, these books are so great, I had to put them out on display. Jim Rugg Street Angel. And he goes, and be sure to um, pick up the hardcover Street Angel. There's a little surprise in there, and I, he kind of hinted that there was a sketch. Mm-hmm. So he actually did sketches on top of autograph, like autographing the books or whatever. He's in, I mean, talking about like that's awesome. Yeah, talking about get like getting the most bang for your buck. Yeah, 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 Jim, yeah. Jim, we love you. Yeah, you're the best. <laughs> it's it's yeah, excellent. And I can't wait now because that just makes me more excited for um, you know, for the fall when his book actually. Mm-hmm. It's in you know the main the main main book or whatever so mm-hmm. um, yeah it's gonna be good yeah so um, but anyway so we were gonna talk about a couple of the 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 books from Free Comic Book Day mm-hmm. so um, yeah so so I think you, you were talking about Amazing Spider Man yeah let's um, start with that and that's the uh, that's gonna be the new cre- that's the new creative team of uh, uh, Nick Spencer and, and Ryan, Ryan Ot- Otley yeah Hero. I'll do this can you do camera swaps no. yeah. You're in. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure okay. that's you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, what, what, so you read this. What was your yeah, opinion? I, I thought it was okay. That's what I thought, too. It was, it was okay. You know, I, I feel like every... Every writer is going to write Spider-Man now, like, kind of the same way. Yeah. Like the, the jokey... Yeah. You know... Jokey jokester, Spider-Man, yeah. um, and the the so-called twist at the end. 
Oh, yeah. That, with uh, That didn't really... Boomerang or whatever. Yeah, so apparently Spider-Man's going to be living with Boomerang. And he doesn't... But he, but he doesn't know he's Boomerang. Right. Yeah. Um, right. He's like, hey, I'm just shoving a Boomerang in my pocket. Hopefully you don't <laughs> notice. But, uh... Um, um, but the, uh, I mean, it, it was neat to see, I will say it was neat to see Ryan Otley on this book because yeah. he's been doing Invincible for the past however many years. Like, Yeah, to see him actually on a major, years, I mean, like, not to say that Invincible's not major, but like on a major property yeah, like uh, Spider-Man, yeah. yeah. Um, so. Although I will say he does his, uh, I, I, I don't care for his Kingpin. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> and only because it's like, that's. I mean, you know, first of all, it's like, can we get the kingpin out of the white suit with the ascot? Yeah. And, and if you are going to draw him with an ascot, learn how to draw an ascot. Because it just <laughs> yeah. looks like he's wearing a scarf. He looks like an is, action figure in that that one panel especially. Yeah. He, you know, like the way his, the rest of his body's stationary and his head's turned. Yeah. It's like they posed the action figure. Yeah. Um, but... You know, it's it, it's 2018. Let's get let's get the kingpin out of the white suit already. Yeah, I think they're just trying to go back to like some you know back to old form. Yeah, but I don't think that's the right move for him. I'll tell um, you. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely for that character. Um, and I I'll tell you one uh, one one small part, just one piece of dialogue that really took me out of out of it for a second <laughs> okay was when the uh when the action first happens it's you know it, um so you know peter and his uh his roommate are you know they're walking around looking for apartments and, yeah uh who you know happens to you know stroll out of a you know a bank heist or whatever is boomerang rhino um the new electro and some someone named big wheel oh yeah who is literally driving around in a giant wheel, wheel. Um, and, uh, you know, so Spider-Man, you know, jumps into action and he says something, um, he, you know, makes some quippy quip, quipperson and he says something like, you should all really use Glassdoor or something. And I'm like, which isn't, it, it's an app. Glassdoor oh, is an app. Oh, I see. And I'm like, you, you know, it, it really, it really takes me out of it when, when they, when you put, when writers put in something that's like, that kind of marks the time like oh like, yeah like if is someone going to read this even in like a year or five years or ten right. years and be like what does glass door mean right no one's going to know it's an app from 2018 right so unless they listen to the archives from us <laughs> that's the only way they'll know yeah but um, i mean you know but and and it doesn't even yeah it did, but yeah i it agree didn't even make sense as part of the joke yeah you know and i yeah it's like don't don't use um, you know, he also drops in Letterman, and you know, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, and then and, he also and like Letterman. I mean, yeah, a lot of people know David Letterman, but at the same time, a lot of people don't know David right. Letterman anymore. Well, that's that's one of the things, and I, I'm going to say this about Avengers too. Here, when we get around to it, but uh, mm-hmm. I, I I wonder about the accessibility of these books too, and if like this one was. Um, this one I think was more accessible to a younger audience. I would say um, it seems like it has like, hey, we're just establishing a uh, day in the life of Peter Parker, mm-hmm. uh, 
trouble happens. He turns into Spider Man. Um, you know, it's pretty pretty cut and dry. And then they're layer, layering in, you know, some of the longer story points with like Kingpin um, as mayor, and then Boomerang as roommate. Mm-hmm. And it's it works well at least to introduce uh, the story. But I also feel like. If you're throwing in a joke about Letterman, then that young audience isn't getting it. Oh no, of course not. But you know, an old an old guy like me, I'm going to get it. But I, then at the same time, I'm reading this story, thinking this story's not for me. Right. So I don't. Yeah, it's just a, you know, there, you, when, when when you throw in specific references, you know, and it's eventually that stuff's not going to be topical. Yeah. Well, I mean, even like Letterman is not topical. No. No, Jimmy Fallon is topical. Yeah, like, but, but that, even so, like I, I, I wouldn't throw in like I wouldn't a, throw a Fallon. Fallon reference. No, I wouldn't throw in any reference. No, <laughs> you know maybe unless it's something that like transcends. Like I mean, you know, there's certain pop culture that transcends. Yeah. You know, certain like times and places. Yeah. You know? But yeah, like like again, you know, Glass Door. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're. I barely know what Glassdoor is now. And yeah, it's, and it's a current piece of technology. Right. It's a current app, and it's like, right? Why would like I actually had to look it up through? I'm like, wait, what does Glassdoor do again? Yeah, I would be, be interesting to see if, if Glassdoor's download numbers go up after. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we got mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and one thing that just hit me, and I and I, I guess you know, it's not really a a, a knock on his art, but. I do feel like Peter basically looks like Mark Grayson just with different color hair. <laughs> but I guess that's I mean, oh like, yeah. I, there's probably only so many different ways you could draw. Yeah, like, you know, I th- a, a, like a stereotypical like white dude. Yeah, um, I I agree. But he he definitely has that Mark Grayson hairstyle. Yeah, the floopy hair. Yeah. Um, so maybe yeah. he should, you know, maybe uh, go online and look at some other hairstyles you know, <laughs> yeah. for Peter. Um. So. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I might so check this out when it comes out. I I'm not going to check it out. I can already tell you. I this story did not hook me. It, it just seemed. It, I almost felt like I read this Spider-Man relaunch uh, mm-hmm. a couple years ago. You know what I mean? Like, and uh, you know, like it seems like for Free Comic Day, they're like, oh, check it out. It's all you know. Uh, for a new audience, and and I'm like, yeah, that's what it feels like because I feel like I, I already read this, yeah, like just the gist of this. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that a new reader wouldn't like it though. Yeah, so um, just not for me. Yeah, but uh, I mean, it, it's kind of a, I mean, it, it's kind of a bummer because I, I really liked, um, and I, I know I've mentioned this on the show many times, but I really enjoyed Nick Spencer's, um, the uh, oh, what's, what was it called, the something. Foes of Spider-Man, the oh yeah, oh yeah, the deadly foes, the deadly yeah, the deadly foe, yeah, or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was such a great book. Yeah, I mean, it, when it was funny without being like over the top goofy. Yeah, it was it was you know smart and funny and uh, yeah, so right. like you know I'd like to get that Nick Spencer back. Yeah, not the you know and but but I think this is, this is like endemic of people that write Spider-Man. They feel like they have to make him like a complete idiot yeah. all the time, and it's you know. It's not really fair to the so character. Like it's what, yeah. It's an endearing quality. No. <laughs> the other thing, I'll just say real quick, but this the backup story of Guardians of 
of the galaxy. That was like, what kind of weird story was this? Did you even look at it? Like, because it's um, I don't know if I did. It's goofy. Like it's basically, um, it's like Star Lord um, is just talking about all their adventures, and I was following along with it to some degree, but then after a while, it just oh, you know, I was what? like, what I, the. Okay. What is all this? You know, I I didn't read it just because I thought it was just. It looked to me like, oh, this is just we're just catching you up. It's on, a massive recap. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. didn't even really bother with it. But it, but it, like it, yeah. And I don't. And honestly, I don't think anyone should bother with this. I think if there's a, you know, like they're setting up uh, the Infinity Countdown stuff, um, just jump into that. Like, don't mm-hmm. don't try to read this. This is like a trying to read a glossary. You know, like yeah. spun up, you know, spooled up a little bit. But I was like, no. Um, so yeah, I officially poo pooed on the whole thing. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, I didn't get to read any of the indie stuff yet, so we'll see. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't either, and I, I feel like I didn't get to read DC Nation. DC Nation, yeah. Um, DC Nation was actually a quarter book, and then they did a free. Yeah, you know they optioned the free, I guess, but it was weird. I bought it last Wednesday, or well, not last, but you know I bought it on Wednesday, right? On Comic Day for a quarter, and then I was like, "What? It's a free and comic? Then you get it for what? Free. <laughs> so my quarter? Yeah. No, um, but you read uh, the Avengers free issue, right? I did. Okay, and I, and then I had to, and I saw that you were like. Hey, we're going to talk about Avengers number one, and I was like, "Crap, I have to, <laughs> I have to get a copy so I can read it before the show." Because I read the free one yesterday. Okay, and I was like, "I have to get the yeah," because it basically leads it, it sort of leads right into um, Avengers number one. Yeah, minus this this last panel. That's just like kind of oh, like yeah. that, that group shot that doesn't really happen anywhere. It's just a kind of a, a nice group shot. Yeah. Oh, the um, they're just like, hey, remember us? Hold on a second. Find it here. Oh yeah, the group. Yeah, that was cool though. I I like that. Uh, I like that little uh, teaser though. They're like, this is kind of. They're like, hey, it's just the three of us, and they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, but all these other people are going to be in it too. And I was yeah. like, crap, that's a good lineup. I was like, okay. I'm going to have to get get the first issue. Um. Yeah, I I enjoyed this lead-in to what is going to be the regular Avengers book. Yeah. Um, it, it was it was neat to see um, Black Panther and Odin. Yeah. Just, like, you know, yeah. I guess Odin summoned Black uh, T'Challa, uh, and they're, and you know the he's, you know, because because no one has any idea about the. Um, what were they called? Like, like kind of the prehistoric Avengers, right? Like the, the <laughs> Avengers one million BC. Yeah, and um, Odin's kind of giving him the lowdown, like, you know, yes, we we did exist before, you know, like we were gods on Earth before, you know, the before the, man even right. was a, a thing. Like yeah. there was cave caveman or whatever. Like we were saving the planet before there were even people yeah and he's like and in retrospect that might not have been a great idea yeah <laughs> um 
And then uh, Loki does show up at some point. I, I didn't really get what was going on with that. There was, I mean, it, it, was, it got a little wordy. Um, um, I actually got a little bored with it. With which one? With the uh, free comic day? Well, or with both, or yeah, no, with with the free comic. I mean, with with just the the Loki and Odin interaction. Yeah. Um, uh, that's my other critique of the free comic day one is, is this can't be for little kids because the first half of the story was just a conversation with Black Panther and Odin and it was a very serious conversation that was like, Mm -hmm. oh, you know, it was a lot, it was a lot. And then they go into Loki and then it's like. Oh my goodness! Like, where's the you know the fun? Yeah. Well, that's like, and, you know. Uh, I mean, there there's definitely a lot of correlation between, or uh, you know, a, a lot of, of uh, mirroring between this book and like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. But but it's okay if but this is not if this is not really not an entry level book for that, kids because they do make like, right. That said, this is awesome. Like, mm-hmm. it's not for yeah, basically not for a younger mm-hmm. reader who just saw the Avengers movie. Uh, but it's certainly something to chew on if they, oh my goodness, this is a good book. Well, and I'll tell you what, this uh, this Sarah Pacelli art yeah. is amazing. I mean, yeah. not that I didn't enjoy, and we'll get into the Avengers number one proper book, but not that oh, I didn't yeah. enjoy that art, but in a different way. But, like, I really enjoyed how she draws, like, you know, Captain America and, and, and Black Panther, where these guys are not, like, overly muscled like yeah. super you know superhumans like they they just look like kind of guys in costume but not yeah. not in the Alex Ross way you yeah know, this is it's still they you know it's still very much a comic book right but they they look like men they look right. like you know they're drawn to look like people yeah um uh, and lo- young loki too Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what age he's representing here, but it looks to be about like maybe teenager. Well, that's the thing. Like, or, well, is he even young anymore? Like, I don't even know. I don't even know if it matters. I, I think that I think because he is, you know, the trickster. He uh, mm-hmm. he just takes on whatever form he feels is going to instigate. And I think um, approaching Odin as a bratty teenager mm-hmm. is probably going to really get under his skin. So he probably was, you know, maybe that's the approach here, you know, but who knows, like with the writing, you know, with uh, Jason Aaron's vision um, of this, that he's like, oh, yeah, there's a good reason why he's teenage Loki or whatever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And but for me, uh, I think it just fits that he's he's like, I'm going to sass my dad. So I'm going to be a (laughs) teen, you know, a a teenager, you know, Um, and I, so. I, I tell you, you know, with with all the work that he's done over the years, and especially with Marvel, like on his entire run of Thor, yeah. Um, Jason Aaron is certainly he's built up a lot of credit with me for sure. His um, Star Wars stuff is out of this world. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, awesome. So, you know, I will definitely, you know, I will follow him wherever he goes for the for the time, you know, for the foreseeable future. I will yeah. follow. And uh, and and read what he's got to write. Um, so yeah, so so the Avengers Free Comic Book Day issue was a was a nice lead in uh, to Avengers number one. Yep, which was uh, him writing and Ed McGinnis on the art duties. Yeah, which uh, I feel Should like I? we haven't seen. Yeah, there you go. 
Yeah. I feel like we haven't seen Ed McGinnis in a while. Maybe not since the days. I mean, I'm sure he's been doing some work here and there, but he really hasn't been doing anything regular since, like, the Red Hulk days. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, not, yeah, it seems like it. Like, I don't I'm, know. Like I said, I'm sure he's done some fill-in work yeah. here and there, but you know, we really haven't seen him regularly since Jeff Loeb's Red Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's I'm I'm glad he's back though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if if he was gone, um, but and this I, and not only that, but they may have even just pulled him to work on this book. Who knows how long ago? Because yeah, there's. There's a lot of content, a lot of different characters in this in this first issue. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's the Avengers one billion, you know, BC or whatever, um, to design all of those characters and come up with uh, new takes on modern characters. It's like, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> like so, I, this was this was a good time. Like reading this book was a oh, blast. This, I was, you know, I don't think I've had this much fun reading. An Avengers book since Bendis's New Avengers, like since the first issue yeah. of that, because you know there there have been like so that many, fresh, yeah, yeah. There have been and, and since then there have been so many iterations of Avengers. Like I have forgotten, yeah, what the Avengers were. Like I mean, there have been so many restarts and reboots and number ones and and different like versions of the Avengers, like the Uncanny Avengers, and, yeah. Uh, you know, Occupy Avengers and this Avengers and that Avengers and and it's like it's feel I feel like it's finally getting boiled down to just the Avengers again. Yeah, and and they needed to. I, it's it's almost like and DC does this too, but they had to recoil because they had that cosmic Avenger level mm-hmm. um, coming in, and you know how Tony's whole what Tony's thing was: we have to be bigger, we have to get bigger, mm-hmm. and that was the book for like a good four or five years of oh yeah well that was that was jonathan hickman's hickman yeah and it was just constantly this um adding uh more bizarre things and yeah it was getting out of control as for a reader too it was getting harder to yeah follow well not only that but not only were the stories and 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 i can appreciate the scale of the stories but not only were the stories taking on a, a were you know the stories were getting larger the team was getting larger. Like, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Like, like, Tony and Steve's, like, they're, the way they were operating was basically like, if you're, if you're, you know, if you wear a cape and a mask or whatever, you are an Avenger. Yeah. Like, we're basically, yeah, you're, you're we're, in. Yeah, we're, we're recruiting you. Yeah. Or, you know, like, you have no choice. You're an Avenger. Like, yeah. if we call you, you're, you're in. Yeah. You know, um, you know, so you, you had, you know, and, and and it was kind of neat to see some of these other characters interact. Like, you know, they brought in, like, the guys from the New Universe. Like, yeah. Starbrand and Night yeah. Mask. And how they fleshed out their characters and their backstories. And, and then you brought in, they brought in, like, Hyperion from the Squadron Supreme. Yeah. And then... Um, Didn't they bring it and they brought in a couple of mutants, too? Well, yeah, uh, Sunspot and Cannonball. Yeah. You know? And that was kind of funny. Right. That was kind of neat. But they didn't really... But see, you know, and I think we've talked about like about Hickman before in that he's a story guy, not necessarily a character guy. Yeah. So he was writing these grand cosmic s- stories, um, but but he wasn't really giving anything to the characters. Yeah. 
Like there was nothing for the characters to chew on. Yeah. You didn't really get to know. No. Like you know, for example, the, like you know, uh, you know, Cannonball and Sunspot. Like these, uh, essentially, like compared to Thor and Captain America and Iron Man, like they're still kids. Yeah. You know, like, how do they feel about being in a room full of these? You know, oh these yeah. Legends. Yeah. You know? But they were more like young entrepreneurs, and they're like, well, you know, and, and like there was a weird sunspot started running aim. Yeah. And I was like, where, when did this happen? Right. Did I miss a book? Yeah, it was weird stuff like yeah. that. So it's it, it's fun that just the Avengers are back, and they're, yeah. they're dealing with this cosmic um, level event, like the Celestials are coming. I mean, and, I mean, the Celestials, you don't get much bigger than that. Right. You know? Um, and it's, you know, Thor, Captain America, and Tony, or Iron Man, like the big three, um, they're, they're back. And they're, they're you know, what's neat is I, I like that they're having the conversation, like, the Avengers, do, they need to exist, but do we need to be the ones to bring them back? Oh, yeah. And Thor's like, yeah, absolutely, it's got to be us. Yeah. Like, you know, recognizing that they're the, the cornerstone yeah. of the team. You know, and yeah, I like that. Uh, Tony was like, "There's thirty other guys, you know, thirty other guys and gals out there that could um, do what we do better." Mm-hmm. You know, because they're they're new. You know, we're not, um, you know, the only ones who can stop things. And like, maybe someone else should do it, and we'll, you know, do our thing. Yeah. And Cap's like, "No, <laughs> no, we we need to do it." And mm-hmm. you know, Thor, of course, is like, "I'm in." You know, like, yeah. As he slugs down like three beers in the time they <laughs> sip one, well, you um, know, and, and I think there's, I, and I think to that, like what they're saying is there's something about being like saying, you know, Avenger, like we're yeah. like you know where the Avengers are, Avengers yeah. assemble. I mean, there's, you know, you you hear that and it's like, and not only it's almost kind of meta too because as a fan, as a reader, like you hear Avengers assemble and you get a little a little chill. Yeah, you know, and you're like, you know, Captain America yelling "Avengers Assemble" is like, it's yeah, like everything is right in the it's world. It's on, yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. and seeing him back with Thor and Iron Man. I mean, it's yeah. like it. So all you have to do is like, as long as you form the team around them, which they're going to do, and it, it looks like, um, so it's going to be you know Black Panther and Doctor Strange. Uh, what a great team up right there. Yeah. Yeah, like, like I, those two guys together were pretty cool. They were awesome. I, I just wanted to point out how Black Panther really captured that uh, Batman vibe. Mm-hmm. Because um, Doctor Strange is like, well, you know, we're at the center of the Earth. I have magic spells protecting me. Otherwise, I'd be incinerated. Yeah. And he goes, oh, yeah, and, well, you're Black Panther, of right. course. So you already have this all worked out. I've, I've and he doesn't even explain. He's he like, doesn't even acknowledge it. He's like, of course, you know. Right. He's just like, yeah, I, I'm not going to explain this. I, I'm Black Panther. I actually thought that. Which I really liked. A few years ago, I was reading. Remember when um, Black Panther was, he kind of like took over the Daredevil book for a while? Yeah. It was a. Oh, yeah. Black, like Daredevil had to leave town, and but he didn't want to leave Hell's Kitchen unprotected. Yeah. So he, Asked T'Challa to look after, so he so the book turned into Black Panther, the Man Without Fear, and oh yeah, and um, there was this issue um, where I forget I, I all I remember is like Spider Man showed up for some reason and he was being Spider Man yeah. and, and and the way Black Panther was 
acting towards him or just acting in general, I'm like, he is Batman. Like, everyone says, oh, Moon Knight is Marvel Universe's Batman. I'm like, no, it's no, Black, Black, Black Panther's it's Black Bat- Panther. He is the Batman of Marvel. Because, yeah, he's got... He's, yeah, he's like... He's a king. Right, when he's 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 probably one of the top ten smartest guys in the Marvel U. Yeah. Um, he's... I mean, he's got the physical prowess. He's got the tech. He's got the money. I mean... The, yeah, he's 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 Marvel's Batman. <laughs> yeah, he's he's Catman. <laughs> he's Catman. Panther Man. So <laughs> yeah. I like it. Um, yeah. And then we and then we get introduced separately to uh, you know Captain Marvel, who's going to be yeah. on the team. Uh, she Hulk, who is still having issues from I forget what event that was from her uh, from uh, the death of Bruce, which was not a death. Yeah, but um, I mean, like, she's having trouble, like, it seems like she's she having, was in a coma from... She's having trouble controlling herself. Yeah, I actually think like they... hulking out. I think they actually faced off against Thanos, and he hit her so hard that he, like, she was in a coma. Mm-hmm. So then it caused her, uh, you know, and then hearing about Bruce uh, getting killed, uh, basically then her... Turning into She-Hulk wasn't a fun thing anymore. It was a rage thing. Right. And now she has the anger that Bruce has, mm-hmm. um, even though Bruce is fine, because you know, yeah. he's the, what did they call him? He, uh, the, the immortal. The immortal Hulk. The immortal Hulk now. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, yeah, that she still has that anger now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's a part of her, and it's not just a fun thing for her to be She-Hulk. Yeah. She's Which got is the interesting, because yeah. for, for 30 years or so, she's always, like, mm-hmm. she's always had fun being yeah. the Hulk, or yeah. being the She-Hulk, and now it's, you know, now I think she realizes what it was like, probably for her cousin, right. to be on the other side of that. Right. I think that's what it is, and, and it seems like, even though in her book, like, I've kind of... I got away from it because I was like, ah, they're gonna they're gonna fix this. And mm-hmm. but she, it does look like she resolved some of that anger. But I do think it's now a part of her too. Mm-hmm. I don't think it just you don't just go right back to the way it's you just are. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, oh, everything is resolved. Yeah, yeah. 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 So well, and that, and that makes her a more interesting character. Yeah, because you know she, she's not all you know because she's always been like we said like she's always been the fun loving yeah you know devil may care right sensational she hulk yeah exactly for a long time yeah so um, um and then and then rounding out the roster is the um uh, ghost rider the robbie ray yeah. ghost rider which uh which is interesting he's kind of like the dark horse with he this is. Whole thing. I, I mean i don't think we've ever seen a ghost rider on the team right and i'm a fan of this i i really like robbie and I and I have to give credit to uh, Marvel's Agents of Shield for introducing him uh, the way they did. Mm-hmm. It was a good season of television. Uh, the actor that played him was good. Yeah, and they made it very plausible. Um, basically, Johnny Blaze's Ghost Rider gave him that you know the power. So it's like a shared. Mm-hmm. Thing now I, in the comic, I don't know if he's the only Ghost Rider currently, or yeah, if I kind of lost the thread on that. I I had read I, it, yeah. Like I think I, I read it on Marvel Unlimited, like, um, and then I'm not really sure where it went from there. Yeah, I, but I, yeah, I, I wouldn't say I don't like this new version. I think what I don't really care for is the the design of, of the him. design's a little more futuristic. Like, yeah, like like, they, like like the head. They went more the with the twenty ninety nine version. 
Yeah, I'm or not is crazy more mechanical. About, yeah, I'm not crazy about the look of the skull. Like, mm-hmm. I think the rest of him, I think he looks fine with like his jacket and yeah. you know whatever. He looks fine, and I, yeah. and, and I and I think it's cool that he has his ride as a car, not a yeah. motorcycle. That's different, right? Um, not yeah. I'm just I've never liked the design of his skull. Yeah, I've I, I think I've gotten but, I've kind of come around to it. I feel um, and seeing him even in the free comic with just that illustration of the team. On the last page, um, mm-hmm. just seeing him in the background, I was like, "Oh, good! Like that's going to be cool," <laughs> um, because I'm. I think he's one of the ones that they, you know, they've introduced, like reintroduced a lot of characters. Um, you know, like of course, like um, uh, Jane, you know, as Thor. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Jen taking over as Hulk, and then Robbie is taking over as Ghost Rider in this current Marvel, and. A lot of them do work really well, and I think though that Robbie's like one that will stick because I also think that people aren't necessarily attached to Johnny Blaze that they can they can move away from Johnny mm-hmm. or they can have him around, but I don't think it's as bad as like or like when they've tried to replace Tony um, it, all together in the book without it, it just seemed very like a very hard shift mm-hmm. um. But I think this one's okay because I, I just feel like um, maybe Johnny's not as beloved. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, where Tony, you're like, you can't take Tony out of the Iron Man book. You know, like, what the <laughs> heck? Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, but I mean, overall, the, I mean, I, I had so much fun reading this issue. Yeah. Um, you know, for, even like the, the quiet parts, like the more the conversational parts were fun just between steve and tony and thor and yeah and then um there were some nice recaps in there too mm-hmm. if you've been kind of casually reading but they're like hey i was in a coma hey uh i'm yeah. still unworthy hey i was a nazi hey i'm not anymore this is actually <laughs> this is actually not a bad jumping on point yeah. because i really haven't been reading it's like all the hearsay. If you haven't been reading it, they address all the hearsay of those books. Yeah, like yeah, it's it's just a good jumping on point. Yeah, it really um, is. You don't have to have been reading for the past five years. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I'll give another plug for um, Heroes Inc. Mm-hmm. They have plenty of copies of issue one. I know it's selling out. Yeah, go that's get apparently it. an instant hit. So. Go get it while you can. It's yeah. it's really it's a good read. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, you know, and it I'm I'm torn like I feel like it's both it's it's fun. Well, don't don't get me wrong. I, I'm I love it. But I guess the one thing the one slight problem I have with it is that it's so that it, it mirrors the Marvel universe so much that you know, I feel like I, I, I just uh, let me just say I, I hope they don't become like, oh, these are the only characters we can have in it. You know, oh, like, um, you mean like the team lineup? Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, now, now, granted, you know, we've only seen Ghost Rider and Shield, like yeah. the TV show. And we've never seen um, She Hulk. Yeah. But you know, I, I, I hope they either expand their roster or it changes up like it's not always going to be you know um rigid to just the mcu similar like how 
for a while, the uh, Justice League was only the movie characters. Oh yeah, for the most part. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, it, when it, it was always that, like they would not change the roster at all. Yeah. Um. So I I, I hope that the um that the Avengers is not going to always be the movie roster, right? Or the you know the characters from you know from, from the movies. From their other, you know, I'd like yeah. to see them get some other characters in there. Yeah, I think though there's some there's enough uh, fresh like fresh blood here, and I think that I mean the Avengers movie really gave gave Marvel a good kick too because you know whatever like even me I, like I've just felt real cynical about what Marvel Comics has been doing mm-hmm. but that movie that Infinity War is so good that I was like well what do you what do you got on the shelves you know like I want to check yeah. where are you guys at right now and, yeah. and this Avengers book is like perfectly timed to get back into it and then they're like well here you you know everybody like Black Panther so here he is in the book we have Captain Marvel coming out as a movie so here she is mm-hmm. you know so they're like doing a nice Handling, you know, and even like having Robbie uh, Ghost Rider um, in there for the TV fans. I think it's a nice mix for now. Mm-hmm. I think that probably this first story arc, however long it goes, will probably be enough, and then maybe some of these characters will move on. Mm-hmm. I I I would yeah, think I that would make sense. Yeah, and and and, and we'll see how long before Ed McGinnis moves on, because I'm sure he's not going to be on for the long haul. Right. Um, and hopefully they have a, you know, a, someone waiting in the wings who is equally up to the task of, you know, because this is, you know, this is like the flagship book yeah. of, of, the, of the company. you got to treat it right. The other thing I, I, I didn't realize, too, until recently is this is the only Avenger book. Um, this is another thing that they're trying to, um, like, not oversaturate mm-hmm. so they don't have two Avenger books per month unless it comes out bi-weekly now maybe it does I don't know but uh and then there's no other Avenger books I guess right now they're like let's just zero in here's our top three guys they have a book you know mm-hmm. and if you need more Cap you read Cap's book you know if you need more Thor vice versa whatever um so that's nice too at least then they're not going to muddy this start. Yeah, I think. Hopefully. <laughs> so. And yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, like I said, we'll just have to keep we'll have to wait and see and yeah. I mean, I'm uh, I'm I'm definitely in. Yeah, I am too. I mean, I I haven't been excited like this for an Avengers book in a long time. Finally. For a, yeah, or, or a Marvel book. Yeah. In in such a long time that I'm like this is fresh. Mhm. Um and like you said, I think when uh, Avengers Disassembled was when Bendis started. Yeah. And that's when everybody went, wow, you know, like this is a, this is something to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. I think we finally got it again. I think we're finally back to that point where this is something that yeah. people should not miss. I would agree with that. So. All right. <sighs> well, I guess we should move on. All right. Talk to enough Avengers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was going to talk real quick about this uh, uh, new book. From Image called Death or Glory. It's yeah. uh, the first issue, and it's uh, uh, Rick Remender is, oh, yeah. is back. And I feel like I, I mean, he's still doing. See on Black Science. Uh, he's still doing Black Science, yeah. and he's still doing 
uh, Deadly Class. Yeah. Which okay. um, both of those I'm I'm woefully behind on. Yeah. But uh, I, you know I feel like we haven't had anything um, fresh from him in a while. Yeah. Um, I think he was also doing that book called uh, Low. It yeah. Like, it was like kind of the um, the it was like the underwater like future yeah, underwater right. um, adventure yeah. series, which was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is, it, yeah, Death or Glory, and the artist is uh, Bengal, who's mm-hmm. a uh, uh, French artist, actually. Oh. And, but, I mean, beautiful art, and it's kind of, it feels like it takes place, like, in a not-too-far future. Like, it's it's not futuristic, but maybe a little bit in the future. <laughs> and so the main character is Glory, and she kind of lives off the grid, uh, they kind of uh, it's kind of like this little slice of Americana where it's like the American open road and um, truckers and, and like I said living off the grid and um, and she's trying to uh, and there's a lot of like cars and like rough yeah. rough and tumble types and um, and it takes place kind of in the like in the west um, so this is already like a little um, off the beaten path rim because it's like it, there's really no sci-fi in it, um, and no, like you know you've got with um, Black Science and Low, those are like kind of very heavy sci-fi, yeah. and Deadly Class feels almost more a little like a, like a pulp, um, or like a like a grindhouse or a, a pulp, uh, you know, with the uh, the kids that are you know, going to this like assassin high school. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, under, right. this underground yeah. like assassin high school. Yeah. Um, and this is more like, um, kind of a like a cross country heist with um, like mob killers and um, crooked policemen and um, just a just a lot going mm-hmm. on. But it's but it. But it's not so much that it's overwhelming. Yeah. It's, it, it like a lot in the fact that it's just like fun. Yeah. You know, they, they hit you with this, um, you know, all this stuff. It, it, the first issue is a double sized issue. It's like 40 pages. Yeah. And, um, I just real like, I, I feel like almost anything Rick Remender is going to write, I'm going to check out. Yeah. You know, um, and especially with the, uh, the artist is really good. Like I said, this Bengal, um, surprised, like, we haven't seen more. Of him slash her, I'm not, a, I'm not actually not sure if Bengal is a oh yeah is a man or a woman. Yeah, I guess we can find not out sure. real quick. But um, I'm not sure if there's a picture that's going to pop Bengal. up here when I tap on this. Uh, anyways, so uh, yeah, Death or Glory um, number one is just just a lot of fun. Like like I said, if, if you like um, car chases and you know the American West. Um, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just kind of, yeah. Kind of lost my my train of thought there, but yeah, good stuff. Uh, good stuff from Image Comics and Rick Remender. Nice. So, um, yeah, I was going to talk about Skyward, but then I think we, I think <laughs> you guys already covered it. We did. We yeah. yeah that's one. But that's so. a that's a good book too. Oh no, the other one I was going to talk about, which I didn't bring with me, was Thor. 
Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. you said, uh, yeah, Thor 706. Yeah. Um, boy, and I'm a terrible, uh, terrible reader of things in a certain order because I just skipped to that <laughs> one. I was like, it was the finale of uh, the Death of Thor mm-hmm. storyline. And I, I was actually more curious to see how it turned out. I wasn't so into the story itself. And um, they did a really nice... It was a really nice uh, uh, sign-off for uh, Jane Foster as mm-hmm. as Thor. Um, and I don't know, like, if... Like, I know you said you didn't read it, and I didn't know if we wanted to go into spoilage or not, but... Um, so I didn't want to spoil it too much. Well, we'll just we'll, we'll just say there's going to be spoilers from this point forward. <laughs> there are spoilers. Yeah, you can go ahead and, and um, talk okay. about it. But I mean, for your sake, I no, don't want to. That's wanna, fine. Yeah. Okay. So she, you know, so they they did, um, you know, fulfill the title. Um, she basically sacrificed herself um, to save um, Asgard, and um, she was dead, mm-hmm. and she was at the. Uh, gates of Valhalla and Odin met her there and was like it's it's yours you know you were you know you saved us you know you earned this and um at the same time Thor was like you know there with her lifeless body mm-hmm. and was like no you know and uh he oh uh this was an interesting thing about Mjolnir um that Mjolnir's destroyed now mm-hmm. and I was like what like I I can't stand that like that I can't stand that from the movie either, but uh the hella blew blew the hell out of uh, Mjolnir and uh but basically what it unleashed is like some sort of primal uh, force um, that had, that was the power of the hammer okay and the hammer and that that force was actually getting violent and uh, because. Jane's gone, you know, Jane's dead, mm-hmm. and Thor recognized that, and he was like, no, we can bring her back, and he, and he used, like, that power to basically jumpstart her, and he brought her, he brought her back oh, okay. from the edge, and, uh, so then she, so now she's just Jane again, you know, she's actually, and actually she's, she's healed from her cancer, and she's working on the treatments, because I guess one of the things was that whenever she, she could take her treatments and she would be healed, but every time she became Thor, the treatments were removed from her body because the power, you know, it was a foreign thing. Um, so then it was cast out of her body. So, like, every time she tried to treat herself, when she became Thor, it would counteract her treatments. And that's why she was getting worse. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But now she's at a point where she's no longer Thor. She's able to take her treatments. And she's living... Like in Asgard, with you know, because they're just like you're one of us, and uh, <laughs> so they 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 accept her. Yeah, I yeah. was like, this is awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought it was really good, and um, you know, and and uh, <laughs> it was kind of funny because Mjolnir's gone, mm-hmm. but she still found a pebble, and she gave it to Thor, <laughs> and I don't know what they're going to do with that. Hopefully, they do something to bring it back eventually, but. He's like, wow, even that's heavy, you know. Like it was just a pebble, but uh, maybe maybe he'll make like a slingshot out of it or something. Or, you know. <laughs> yeah, or give it to another, you know, amphibian, you know, mm-hmm. like Throg. 
you know, just be like, here, <laughs> tap this. <laughs> but, uh, no, I thought it was really good, a really good sign off. And, um, because that was one of those stories that I, I start, I read at the beginning, but I was just like, I have just too many things to read. And I, mm-hmm. I just kind of backed off from it, but I wanted to know how it ended. So, okay. Um, but it's, yeah, it's awesome. And I actually, now that I have done that and read the last issue, I probably will f- try to find the back issues and work backwards and read what led to uh, <laughs> to this. You always do that. I know. Always, I, yeah, you always like you, you watch the last episode first. Yeah, and then the I last know. Issue first. Sometimes that's the setup. You know, mm. it's it's like the Tarantino edition of <laughs> Thor. You know, Just, uh. <laughs> oh I don't gosh. know. You know, like yeah, I'm going to show you how how she. Survive cancer. Now I'm going to show you how, you know, she was Thor. Well, it's like, wait, what? It's like it's it's like Memento or something. You're <laughs> yeah. like living everything backwards. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I have to work my way to the middle, I guess, um, on that one. But yeah, definitely, uh, definitely an awesome uh, send off to that character, which was one of the statues I bought. So there you go. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Um, that's well, it. well, I think the last book I want to talk about tonight is um, a book that actually I talked about a few weeks ago when we had Jim Rugg on the show, mm-hmm. and that was G.I. Joe. Yeah. I'm actually um, – so I, I read G.I. Joe 251, um, which is not – it, it, it's not a direct follow-up from the, the, the whole Snake Eyes, new Snake Eyes story. This oh, is a, yeah. It's a, it's a new story arc called uh, Special Missions. Oh, so that that right there kind of like because remember the, there was the, the spinoff book yeah. of GI Joe called GI Joe Special Missions. Yeah, I'm like that's awesome. All right. Um, so this is a five issue story arc, and the first issue um, focused on Stalker. Oh, cool. So I was thinking that this was going to be a very like a Stalker centric story arc. It turns out it's it's um, every. Um, every issue in the five issue story arc is going to focus on an, another character. They're not all; it's all, all going to be Joes. Oh, okay. So, like, I think the next issue is going to be Baroness. Oh, okay. So I was a little disappointed in that because I thought, oh, more Stalker. Yeah, can't you know? Because he he's one of the first Joes I ever bought. Right. I think he was like number two after I think uh, I bought Grunt. Oh, nice. And then I think I got either like Snake Eyes or Stalker. Yeah, you know. And so I've I've always had a soft spot yeah. in my hot heart for Stalker. Yeah. And so um I've I've of I'm I'm I have two two minds about this this issue. Um it, and it's almost because it's in, it's kind of in two parts. Um so it it opens with Stalker having these um nightmares like these it's almost like a little bit of PTSD. Yeah, uh, which you don't really ever see the Joes. At least I've not seen the Joes experience. Like he's having these flashbacks slash nightmares um, about his past in Vietnam. Although they don't really they don't call it Vietnam. Oh, okay. okay. They don't call it Vietnam. They don't label they it. Kinda... But it's just. But you can tell it's it's war. Yeah, it's whatever war it is. Um, so it, it, he's 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 having some issues with his past, both in. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure. It's not. Um, I don't think it's. Switching. I was like, am I featured today? It's, it's not switching. Oh, so. okay. Oh, I don't know all right. Why. Um, Technical difficulties. Never mind. But uh, um, 
was I saying? Sorry. Oh, so he's um, he's having flashbacks to his past um, in the war, and even going back further to being um, a kid in Detroit, and you know his. And, it, and, and he was really like going through. I mean, the, the story was really delving into these, you know, these deep psychological issues with these characters. And I'm like, wow, this is some really good storytelling. Yeah. And then he um, he actually he sits down at one point with uh, Spirit. Oh. And you know, kind of like the who is kind of like their their uh, uh, like like their their. You know he, you know, because spirit he's got that he's the Native American. He kind of, you know, has the he, you know, he's he's more in touch with, you know, the inner, whatever, you know, psyche yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And he's, you know, he's talk. They're like they're just talking about it, like a couple of guys. Yeah. And he says like you know I can set up a sweat lodge if you want. I can help you through this. But he's like, but I really think you should talk to uh, Psych Out. Oh. Which is who's the team's like. Psychiatrist, basically. Oh, yeah. He's a Joe, but like he—he's active duty, but he's yeah. also like the team's, you know. So I'm—I'm I'm thinking this this story is really going to have a lot of ramifications because he's then sent on a mission, like in a uh, uh, like a hostage situation in good old uh, Sierra Gordo. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> with uh, Zap and shipwreck. Yeah. And and then it turns into this. Um, like just this uh, kind of generic military action sequence where you know they're trying to uh, zap and shipwreck are um, you know working on taking out these uh, uh, terrorists from a distance like like you know they're sni- like with a sniper rifle and stalkers you know like he's standing guard or he's like he's got their back because yeah. he knows trouble's coming to stop them yeah so you know he's he's fending off these multiple um, enemies by himself, which which and it which is pretty cool. But but then at the very end, like the three of them, like they they like they almost like walk away like arm in arm, like everything's awesome. <laughs> like don't you know, stalkers always got our back, <laughs> and and that's how it ends. And yeah. I'm like. I kind of wanted more, yeah, because they they started off really strong, yeah, with you know his you know like actually talking about like these psychological issues that he was dealing with, and then it just kind of devolved into this, like you know like I said like oh we're now we're just gonna shoot some terrorists and then story's over, yeah, and then I found out that or, or that's when I found out that. That was the end of the stalker issue. Like there wasn't going to be a continuation oh. because the next issue, like I said, was going to be another character. Okay. So that kind of bummed me out. Yeah. I was hoping for more. Like it was really, it was neat to see that kind of like it. It, it reminded me of the storytelling we got with uh, with Chuckles, like the GI Joe yeah. Cobra miniseries. Yeah. How we got to see more than just oh, they're real American heroes, like. These are soldiers, like real people, with, like real guys. Like yeah, real. Yeah, these are yeah. soldiers that are that have you know uh, dealt with death and yeah. dealt with you know like things that we will never kind of you know experience or understand. And we actually got to see some of that with this character, and then it was kind of just taken away from us. Yeah. So, like I said, that was kind of like that's why I've got like kind of two opinions. 
of this issue. Like, I've really enjoyed like the first half of it, and then the second half of it, a little bit of a disappointment. Yeah. So. Yeah. But you know, I mean, it, but um, still, you know, written by Larry Hama. Yeah. I mean, he's still got it, man. Yeah. I mean, he's for the most part, he's yeah. He's really you know putting out some really good stories, he's, man. He's just yeah. So. So that's all I got for all right. comics. Yeah. I think that's. Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, that's all I got for this episode. Okay. So. Cool. Well, then then we're going to go ahead and uh, call that one an episode. <laughs> Cap it. Yeah. Yeah. Cap it. Cap it with Captain America. <laughs> what? I don't know. All right. Now we're definitely done. <laughs> pulling out, Punchy. Pulling yeah. out these terrible jokes. Yeah. Um, Okay, so this has been Comic Book Pit, episode 274. I'm Dan. I'm Scott. And we'll see you next time. That's it.